This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context. The show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I bemoan yet another year circling around on this depressing ball of dirt. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. That's right, Remington. You are a year older now. Your birthday just passed. Yeah, celebratory kazoo sounds. Yay. Yes, for your birthday, you got Dylan to do more work. Good work. <laughs> So, so, you know, most friends, most friends, I imagine, like to celebrate, so, to celebrate their friend's birthday, um, wouldn't be an asshole. <laughs> However, you know, I have my doubts on this podcast. So normally, like I've normally be like, oh, maybe, maybe we're going to break what feels like has been an endless streak of God awful bullshit on, on the podcast. Cause boy, we at least for me, for Remington, we're in a slump. We are, the quality of the episodes, those have been great. But like the quality of my well-being, not too high. I'll be honest. So most of anticipate, oh, what a great time to break the streak. I'm not getting my hopes up. I mean, Rem, why would I ever do anything mean or nasty or vindictive on somebody's birthday? Uh, I feel like you are trying to imply something, Sean. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Perhaps trying to throw shade to a certain birthday gift that that you got that our listeners can check out on our Twitter or our Patreon. Um, w- but I I don't know what you're talking about because as far as I know, you've only gotten high quality. You only got high quality gifts for your birthday. So surely that can't be what you're passive aggressively referencing. No, no. Why why would it be? I mean, surely one of the only gifts I got for my birthday from one of my best friends in the whole world would have been something that would have genuinely made me happy and ecstatic to hang around. You know. And you love D and got you a high quality. D&D commission of you as a wizard. Hmm, that's not quite what you got me, Rem. I feel like that's an accurate description. I mean, mm, no, no, you're leaving a, leaving a couple details out. Oh, well, I mean, I, yeah, I guess I, I, I said to class, I left out the race, which, I mean, I, I just wanted to join your two passions, so. Yeah, yeah, well. Uh, it may or may not have been a Sean wizard minion. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. which I thought you'd love, the quality, the shading, and the coloration. Woo! Yeah, yeah, no, you spent a lot of real-world money on that. You paid a professional <laughs> artist to make that. <laughs> that I did, John. Spare no expense for, for my, my good friend, Sean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 no. So why would I ever do anything vindictive on his birthday? And I suppose the only answer is that obviously you wouldn't. Uh, it would be unreasonable. Cruel, I think some would say. Downright cruel. Unfair. Yeah, yeah, I suppose people could say that, huh? You know, because, Rem, I I don't know if you know this, but a birthday is a very special time. Uh, That it is, Sean. It's a year in your life that you've been with us uh, doing all the things that you do, so of course it needs to be honored in a very special and unique way. Uh, Oh, boy, oh, boy. I I don't know. I feel like we had a a very unique week last week. I think... I don't think unique celebrations are required at all. Yeah, no, 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 Rem. I feel like that we've been together for so long. That's true. Both on the podcast and outside the podcast. Uh, Not romantically. Yep. Not currently, at least. Uh, 
but but definitely intimately uh, and close. You know, so I have something very interesting for you today. Oh fuck! All right, there's that word. All right, all right. What 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 are we doing this week, Sean? How are we deciding to to celebrate? Well, Remington, as I am such a good friend, uh, we are going to go back to a studio that is very famous, Rem. It's a very famous studio. All right. So um, there's. Okay, so the studios I know, there's Shaft, there's not Shaft, but I always get mixed up with Shaft. That'd be Madhouse. There, Madhouse every fucking time. I just know that I get the two confused. Uh, there's there's uh the 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 big Gib, Mr. Gibbles himself. Uh, and then there's every other one I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but Rem, we've covered so many studios that have uh, made you want to cry and jump off the face of the planet. Yeah, I, I've, I've tried to repress those <laughs> largely. <laughs> but no, Remington, today we are going to visit a lovely little studio by the name of Kyoto Animation. Oh, okay, okay, that is another one uh, that I know. Okay, so they they tend to do, like, really emotional, heartfelt Yep. Stuff. We are uh, doing least... Kyo Annie today. Uh, okay. Okay. That provides me a little bit of optimism. Uh, and I'll be honest, Rem, it's actually going to be a pretty good one, I think. Oh, thank God. Oh. I just kind of had to, you know, pull your leg a little bit, grab you by the balls a second just to make sure you were suffering a little bit. <laughs> uh, because unlike certain somebodies, I do believe in giving nice presents on somebody's birthday. <laughs> I, I, I dislike the implication, but I... I appreciate, nonetheless, uh, that that we're getting something decent. So I've decided to go to uh, to that we're going to watch a KyoAni affair uh, because uh, we get a lot of requests for it, and as well as the fact that, uh, well, I mean, if I'm not going to get revenge directly, if you end up hating the show, then that's all the revenge I'll probably need. Well, I do recall the last time we did KyoAni, um, a lot of people didn't like my criticisms of it. Yeah, I mean, you did say you outright hated a silent voice, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, okay, okay. I said that it's characters and storytellings and and relationships lacked a bit of depth, but emotion-wise, it was top tier. So you hated it. It's fine. It's okay, <laughs> Ray. You can live up to your opinions. You're a year older now. You're a year wiser. You can... You can accept that you have less than popular opinions. You're wiser. I'm still doing this shit. Uh, well, so hopefully this one goes a little smoother than than that one. Yeah, uh, I mean, after all, that exactly... one was rated like a 9.01 on now, so <laughs> you know, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Uh, but no, Rem, we're actually oh, doing a very heavily requested one. Uh, uh, a lovely little anime called uh, Sound Euphonium, or uh, its proper Japanese name is Hibike Euphonium, because nobody calls it Sound Euphonium because that just sounds weird. Oh, uh, all right. Our patron, uh, is it Rare Kumiko? That... It no, is. wait. It is. I, I yeah. Mean, yes, Rare, I'm going to send Hibike Euphonium until it gets reviewed Kumiko. Uh, congratulations. You can stop yeah, that yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> you can stop simping for it. It's happening. Yeah, uh, and I'm not doing it because of you, Kumiko. That's that's not why. Wow. Wow. I'm doing it for you, Rare Kumiko. You didn't know you were doing it until just a, like a minute ago. And I am continuing on for their sake. No, I'm doing it because a lot of people asked for it, including Kumiko. Uh, but I'm also doing it because 
it's your birthday, and I figured showing you a very well-received Kyoto animation affair would be a nice little uh, change of pace from what we've been doing the past like month and a half. God, I I need this. I've been I've been broken down so much over the past few weeks. I've been so tilted to unbelievable levels. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, what was the last thing besides Bojack? Fucking horseman that that I properly loved. Let's see. L one sec. Let me let me check. Let's see. I I have the list right here. Uh, that would probably be like Corpse Party was trashy, but I I enjoyed it. Um. Uh, you had good see. things to say about ReZero, uh, but it wasn't like an outright love. Uh, you broke my heart about a lot of things. Uh, you really liked Bofuri. Yeah, like you you gotta go pretty far back. Uh. To find things that I I really really enjoyed. Uh, you fucking hated Ponyo. <laughs> I didn't despise it. I just thought that it wasn't good at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, no, it's been a bit of a mixed bag there, Remington. Yeah, for like twenty fucking episodes. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, you had good. Things I didn't to realize say about how far girlfriend. it went back. Yeah, uh, domestic girlfriend was the last one that I like actually thought was quality, which fucking tells you something. <laughs> yeah, oh but you're still God. on that Team Rui squad, though, right? Uh, I mean, obviously. Yeah, that's going to get us even more emails. This is going to be a fun episode. Uh... <laughs> this episode, it's like you're actually being nice, but instead I'm just going to hang myself yeah. in this episode with I mean, my opinions. After all, that is the best way to get revenge on somebody, by letting them screw themselves up. Uh... All right, so, so tell me a little bit about... Uh, about good old sound euphonium. Well, it is your good old-fashioned uh, uh, cute girls doing cute things kind of show. Oh, okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. Uh, KyoAni also did K-On, if you remember correctly. And it's got some... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got some uh, similar themes. Uh, whereas K-On is a light uh, music band and only has a small cast of characters, uh, Hibike Euphonium is a is more ensemble-focused. There is still a relatively condensed amount of characters, but there are multiple, and they get explored throughout different episodes, and there's different relationships and things like that. Uh, it, it leans a bit more drama, a bit less comedy than a Okay, okay. Uh, I think it could still work out. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This is a very well-enjoyed uh, and beloved show by a lot of people. Uh, basically, uh, our main character, uh, Kumiko, uh, <laughs> if you can't... Not, yeah, not surprising. Yep. Uh, uh, Kumiko Omai, if I pronounce that correctly, it's uh, Kumiko is just much easier to remember, uh, especially because of one of our patrons. Uh, <laughs> uh, she is entering uh, high school for the first time uh, after swearing off of music. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, there was a bit of a, a bit of an incident at her middle school uh, at her concert uh, band competition, and it kind of left it <laughs> her, left her feeling a bit unkindly towards performing music. All right. Uh, so far, this has some parallels with some other musical anime we, we've, we've covered. This is true. And uh, so when she moves to a high school that uh, reportedly does not have that much of a concert scene uh, to get away from it and not have to think about it, because guess what? Everybody wants to get away from their middle school traumas. Uh, I'm still trying. <laughs> yep. uh, it turns out that she ends up getting surrounded by a bunch of people who not only love music, uh, but are trying to get her into uh, the, their... Um, uh, into their concert band. All right, so what I'm gathering here is your Lion April mixed with K-On. Okay, that's normally that's a very fine and safe comparison, Remington. <laughs> normally, but from All your right, mouth, so... that's like <laughs> taking a dagger and slowly hey. driving it into a wound that is partially healed over. I slightly enjoyed one of those. <laughs> <laughs> 
across, the knife gets dri- driven in even farther. Uh, and uh, these new friends actually help her find the motivation she needs to make music again. Uh, so that's kind of just like our intro. Uh, the re- All right, okay. The rest of the show is just kind of your cute little uh, almost sports anime-like, uh, but more more on the shoujo side of things, more on the shoujo eye side of things, of course. Uh, oh, yeah. Where uh, they uh, decide that they want to go for uh, an actual competition, and uh, they uh, deal with their relationships as friends, as bandmates, uh, their relationship with their new band teacher who has convinced them all that they should try for the competition even though they don't really have much of a chance as most of the band are actually complete newbies and beginners. Hey man, I, I'm a strong believer in just like give it a shot. Even if you don't win, it's the, it's the experience. Yep, and this whole show is literally about them growing as people, as characters, and as musicians uh, trying to work towards a common goal and hopefully, hopefully, uh, at least do somewhat well in the competition competitions ahead. All right, I think it has potential. Yeah. I mean, it's a KyoAni affair, so automatically it's going to have a huge following. Oh, of course. Uh and honestly, I think this is a really good cute show with some nice uh, just a little bit little bit of that Yuri baiting, just a little bit here and there. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh cuz you know, you need a little bit of that. Uh and KyoAni loves their uh, same-sex relationship baiting. Uh, that, that's one of the things that they just really enjoy. Pull the trigger, cowards. <laughs> uh, they do sometimes. They do sometimes. Uh, whether or not they do in this show, that remains to be seen, uh, for you at least. Uh, but honestly, Rem, I feel like this will just be a nice little thing. It's a beautiful show, as all KyoAni productions oh, are. Oh, yeah. Expected. The music is very good. The animation is uh, stunning. And there's a lot of humanness in it. And hopefully, hopefully, you will agree. Because uh, if you don't, Rem, let's just say I've set out a minefield. All right, and oh, I've I've given you a very clear path through the center of the minefield where there are no <laughs> mines, and you can just walk straight ahead, and you won't blow yourself up. But I can't just follow your path, Sean. I must follow my own. I must follow my own truth. Beat, follow the beat of my own drum, which it may actually not be a drum. It may just be all the mines going off. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> the thrumming of the booms in your head. Oh goodness! But oh, by the way, uh, uh, Kumiko is a euphonium player. If that wasn't, uh, if that wasn't obvious. All right. Uh, quick question: What is a euphonium? Uh, it's kind of like a small tuba. Okay. Yeah. Am I am I like a complete dunce for not knowing that? Because no, feel like... no, no. It's it's a pretty like unless you're in like the concert band scene or you have a good knowledge of what instruments are, it's pretty understandable that it's you a wouldn't bit more know niche. that there's a small tuba in the world. I mean, it's no oboe. <laughs> <laughs> oboe, which, as we all know, is the superstar of oh. <laughs> To all of our oboe players out there, hell yeah. Oh, God, that's a weird callback, but I'll accept it. <laughs> you rock on with yourselves, oboe players, but this this time we're going to be focusing on the euphonium and uh, it, her bandmates. So, with that being said, Remington, let's get started. Let's go watch some Hibike Euphonium.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming five whole episodes of the exciting 2015 anime Hibike Euphonium. And Remington, remember, I handed you an olive branch. <laughs> I have presented with you the opportunity for peace among weebs. Uh, because this is a very beloved show by a lot of people, so just remember, Rem, that month of torture that you went through, think of this as just the, uh, saving grace you need. So, Rem, let's hear it. What did you think of the show? So, uh, I, I mentioned that the premise very much sounded like it was going to be a, a blend between K-On! and, uh, and Your Lie in April. And I, I think that is very comparison. Accurate. I think that's very, very accurate for like what this show is. If you really like those shows, I think you will very much like this show. Um, Rem, you, you do realize that still is a problem when it comes in the context. Yeah, of I, I'm, I'm aware it's still a little <laughs> bit tenuous. Um, I, I, I will happily say that I think that Sound Euphonium is better than either of them. It's, it's better than the sum of its parts. Um, uh, and thus I do like it. There, okay. there is an asterisk in that many of the opinions I'm going to share on this episode are going to really frustrate people. So uh -oh. you get a bit of both. <laughs> you get a bit of, we're, we're opening with the, with the kindness. Uh, but pe people are going to be reaching for their pitchforks one way or another. Let me put it that way. Hey Rem, hey Rem, how does the water look? <laughs> I, I will say, it's a tiny bit weird, but it fits a lot better in this style. Oh, dear. <laughs> it is the t For a similar reason, it is the tiniest bit weird, but much smaller weirdness uh, than, than previous controversies. But we won't get into those anymore. For now, let's jump right uh, in. Until we get messages about them. <laughs> let's jump right in to, to good old euphonium, shall we? Uh, we, we start off. Uh, and there's like a there was a middle school concert and our, our protagonists they have won dud gold uh, so they haven't placed but they've done done fairly well basically they're not qualifying but they've done well uh, and 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 one girl is just so goddamn upset over it she's it's ruined her life this this 13 year old. Uh, then we, we cut to, <laughs> it doesn't take much. It <laughs> yeah, take it's much. true. We, we cut to, uh, our, our protagonist, uh, ah, uh, shit. What's her name? Uh, her name is, uh, Kumiko. Kumiko. I've been trying to write down these names, so I'm not as much of a savage, but I just didn't right. write down Kumiko's. So, uh, Kumiko, uh, she starts by looking in the mirror and being like, oh man, wish I had tits, which is not... A great start to a show. Rem, don't you, isn't that how you start your days? Just every day you looking wake up in the, in the morning, morning you like, look in the mirror damn. and you say to yourself, man, I wish I had some big bazongas. Only. Uh, Sean, neither of our breasts are, are too impressive, unfortunately. Maybe no, one day. No, maybe one day I, we'll grow into them. But uh, uh, I, quite frankly, we're hydrodynamic. <laughs> it's it's very unfortunate. So uh, not, not a, a great start. Um, but you know, try to be optimistic. Uh, then we continue with not a great start because she gets to class, right? And she's talking to herself, sort of narrating for us, the audience. Uh, and someone comes up to her and is like, oh, did you just say whatever the fuck she was talking about? And she's like, oh no, did I say that out loud? Which is a terrible trope and it's real, real dumb. Uh, so I, I'll say the, the beginning of the show, it's not even just like mediocre. The beginning is bad. 
Um, it has. Oh man. <laughs> it has a bad introduction to what's going on. Uh, it's not ideal, but it's okay. It does get better. Um, for example, we get introduced to Tubacoon. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> one of the best characters, not an actual character. That that'd be great. Um, instead, just uh, a little accessory of of a tuba mascot. Um, which the the girl, a girl that we've been introduced to. Uh. I can't... Oh, fuck. There's so many fucking names. Which one is it? <laughs> uh, would it be uh, Midori? What one? What'd you say? Not okay, Midori. So you've got... Because Midori is Sapphire. Right. It's not that one. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Hazuki? Hazuki. Sure. Why not? That sounds right. The tuba player? Uh, yeah. The one who ends up playing the tuba. Which, in this conversation, she doesn't Jesus, even know what dude. a tuba is. Now, I understand if you're like, what's a euphonium? And she doesn't know that either, but hey, neither did I, so that's okay. Bitch, you have never heard of a tuba? What the fuck world do you live in? It's like, oh yes, tell me more She's about these drums, did you call them? Hmm, how exotic. It's like, what the fuck are you talking no, about? You, you don't understand, man. She's a woodwind aficionado. She prefers the elbow. It was such, it was so weird. It was a very strange conversation. One thing I, I will say, um, Kyo Annie, as much as I love them, I'm learning that, um, how to put this nicely. They're very charming, but not very intelligent as a studio when it comes to like their writing and stuff. Oh no. Their characters oh, are, are pleasant, uh -oh. but all of them are a bit dumb. Like even oh, if, God. even unintentionally, there's not a lot oh, of no, like Rav. highbrow intelligence Rav, no. or, or wit. You're not. Oh, there's there's one moment in the show that is genuinely clever. We'll get to that. But the rest of it, like, it'll be very rare to be like, oh wow, how how subversive or how how interesting or or intriguing or different. It's what you see is what you get a lot of the time. This just in: Remington thinks Kyo Annie is dumb, <laughs> but not like not not a big oaf where it's all brutish and stuff. But like super charming, and they're trying, and you're like, all right, you're 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 cute. But, but you're a little dumb. You're calling you're calling Kyo Annie, one of the <laughs> yeah, most popular yeah. anime studios, a fucking airhead. Yeah. A an, Genki girl An adorable airhead. airhead. But as a studio, their dialogue and their writing is just a little bit dumb. Um, which is okay. It's not the worst thing in the world. They still put a lot of heart and soul into other areas. Heart and soul, but get so not emails. a lot of brain. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'll defend them Man. for it. It's okay. Not everything <laughs> needs to be real cerebral. That's it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> just give them a lollipop and say, "Go, go play on the swings." <laughs> just, go, go play just on the swings. Just put a gold it's sticker. Fine. Good job, Kyo Annie. <laughs> oh, gold God. star for effort. So. Oh, God. Uh, we also meet uh, Midori. Uh, she is uh, just small. Small and cute is her thing. Um, she's small and cute, but she plays a, a big old bass. So, yep. Contrabass. Contrabass, yep. Uh, so then they decide to visit uh, the band club, right? Concert band. Uh, and that is where we meet uh, Asuka. Uh, Asuka, who they're like, oh my God, she's so pretty. And for some reason, that's like the go-to. Everyone's like, oh my God, so pretty. But as with most... As with most anime, it's a meaningless sentiment because they all look the same level of attractive. No one looks more attractive than anybody else. 
but that's fine. God, I wish I wish I was in a Kyoani production. <laughs> then, then maybe yeah, I then would be if we were in a Kyoani production, then like no characters would be saying that we look amazing, but we would still look amazing as everybody else. It'd be wild. What's that like? Like the bar would be so highly raised. For us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and so with with Oscar. Uh, she's just a fucking weirdo. She's, we, she starts like, here, have a piece great. of candy. And they grab the candy from her hand and then her hand falls off. And she's like, fucking got him. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a fake mannequin hand that she just had around, I guess. And she's like sort of a magician, I guess. <laughs> like later on, she does the magician like roses popping out of her sleeve. For, like, no reason at all. Um, I mean, to be fair, Rem, to be fair, have you not also done weird magic things just Oh, undeniably. I I will say right now, (laughs) Asuka is the most entertaining part of this whole show. It is always a fun time when she is on the screen. She's the Nico of this group. Like, she just brings the wackiest fuck entertainment value almost to the point that she's in a different show entirely, and I love her for that. And the best part is, is nobody outright hates her. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. Uh, every, everyone's just like, oh, she's so fucking pretty. And no one comments on the weird magic shit. No one comments on that. They're just like, wow, you're so pretty. You, you're you so attractive. They're not like, hey, could you stop removing your mannequin hand and pranking the them? No one's saying that. No one's like, stop making roses appear from your sleeve. No one comments on any of that. Look, man, if a cute girl is going to do magical tricks, do you stop No, her? but you would, like, address, you'd, you'd comment on it. You'd be like, that's neat, or that's interesting. You wouldn't just be like, wow, you are attractive. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck is happening? It's weird. Look, man, look, man. You, 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 gotta, you gotta think of it this way. What if everybody's in on it? <laughs> I would love that. Everybody's love just it. like, just don't address it. It'll be fine. Uh, and then uh, someone who shows up late to band is uh, Kasaka, who is the, the upset friend from the very beginning, the one who is crying because they won dud gold instead of proper gold. Um, she shows up. She's here um, at the school. Cool. So um, then we have... Uh, our, our protagonist, remind me her name, Kumiko. So Kumiko shows up. She goes to a park, right? Uh, she's chilling at the park talking to herself. Uh, and then this other guy, uh, he shows up. His name is Shuichi. And Shuichi, uh, he has some of the most unnatural dialogue. That It's just bad exposition. It's like, well, you know, we are childhood friends. And we also attend the same school. Uh, and it's like the most stilted <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Look. Sean Sean as you know here we are hosting the podcast anime out of context that we do on a weekly basis you are the one who loves the anime which you are aware of and I'm the one who tends to dislike it as I was saying uh it looks like <laughs> that's just it's so bad Look, look, we don't come here for Shuichi. Like, he's there. It's fine. I don't even know why he's there. Look, look, look. We need to, we needed, there's a lot of cute girls doing cute things. We needed a little bit of male counterbalance. Uh, so we get Shuichi. Uh, but you can ignore him. Just focus on the cute girls doing, that's fine. Uh, so she goes home and there's like awkward interactions with her mom. There's like tension there that isn't really explained yet. Um, 
and there's a very like she's right now she's uh i'm i'm gonna for a third fucking time ask you to repeat her name that's how bad i am kumiko it's not like you've been saying the name for literally months oh god i'm so bad because the patron who really really wanted us to do this anime oh my god that's it holy shit (laughs) did you just now realize this what the fuck, Remington? I think we even brought it up in the first half of the podcast. I had no idea. You, you goddamn dumb motherfucker. You're calling Kyoani an airhead? Remington, I think you're I the biggest say, I didn't say I was better, all right? I said I, was, I would defend them because evidently, as it turns out, I am them. Oh, God. So- God damn it, Remington, you are the Kyo Annie of podcasting. Congratulations. Oh god, if only I was this high. Except quality. for the wholesome part, which is which is unfortunate. So uh so Kubiko, um there's a very unsettled shot. Oh she's she doesn't know if she's going to be joining concert band or whatever, especially after seeing Kazaka. So uh they have a very unsettled shot of a bunch of euphonium books in her room. Um it's not like they're like, oh, in the background, so you can piece it together themselves. It's like it's like Oh, here she is. Oh, yeah, here's a one-second shot of a bunch of these books because, get it, guys, she's super into euphonium. She's she's real serious about it. All right, and then we never see, like, the books or even, like, hardly her room anymore. It, there, there's no subtlety in this show. There's, it, there's really not. Uh, it, it's like... The, Hibike euphonium is is like if if you were served real nice fried chicken with some like gold leaf garnish on it, and it's like <laughs> it, it, it it's it's lovely and it's very pleasant, but it's not as like highbrow as it may seem. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Here's your golden crusted chicken. <laughs> uh, so uh, then she does she decides that she does uh join, so she's gonna join. Cool. Uh, and, and we get a nice close. One thing I will say, with the music of this show, I do love me some, like, brass instrumentals, which play a heavy part in, in the soundtrack for the show, and I love it. I'm all in. There's not enough brass going on in, like, nearly any show, I would argue. Anytime Mm -hmm. I hear some of that brass, whoo, I'll simp me for a tuba. I don't know what compelled me. It's just that that sentence emerged in my brain, and I loved it too much. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fucking hell, that caught me off guard. <laughs> Episode two. Uh... Episode two, uh, they're, they're in a, a bathroom. Kumiko uh, and Kazaka are there. Kumiko is like, oh, man, I, I, I just need to break this awkwardness with her. I just need to start a conversation, um, which she just utterly fails at. Um, evidently, like, it's awkward between them because Kumiko was like, well, yeah, we didn't really have a chance at, at like, winning gold and going to nationals and, like, succeeding that much, but we're happy for what we did. Uh, And Kazaka took that real personally. I don't know. It's a real weird... It feels like not as big of a deal as it's presenting it as. 
I mean, it's the important thing, Rem, is that it's a big deal to them. They want to be one of the best trumpeters ever. You know, they want to perform at the height. They believe they can get there, and their, their dream is to reach that height. So any kind of hiccup along the way can lead to emotional I, I guess it's I just don't know, common... like, what Kumiko did wrong by being, like, our group it, it, isn't it good as, enough. It's not it, saying that you're not good enough. It's just, like, you're stuck with this group. Wah, wah. It, it's, it's more along the lines of a difference in values like you don't value this the same way I value it therefore there's going to be conflict but it's like I, I don't understand why like an apology needs to be made and why it has to be so awkward I mean it may not be necessary to most folks but like like if you show up Sean and you're like I want to be a stay at home dad like oh, I, I nice. have different goals in my life but I'm not going to be personally offended by, by your values there it makes no fucking sense it's just well, I mean, when you're friends with someone back in the day and you think you're going in the same direction and then suddenly their idea We don't even really to get to see like all... that they were friends. Like we know they were in band together and I guess it's like I suppose they were friends. But the only interaction we see is they happen to be sitting next to each other and apparently this one interaction was enough to derail whatever friendship they had. Well, also you have to consider the fact that the event in question that was so traumatic to one of them and uh, traumatic to the other, sure, but just not in the same way, uh, having two very different reactions to the same event can cause a bit of friction between the people involved is the idea that... And I, I... Like, I can understand... I understand where you're yeah. coming from. And, and I, I think I know... I think wrong. I know what the show is trying to accomplish. I don't think it succeeds because it doesn't feel properly warranted. Like, it feels far more extreme than is justified within the realm of the show. So I see what it's trying to do. It just seems a little bit off. Uh, well, I did the best I could, folks. Your emails uh, can be addressed directly to Remington, and uh, yeah, not to me because I did my best. I am a good. So uh, we we get to another practice, right? Uh, people are joining. We get introduced to a few more characters who do different uh, instruments, and like the president, uh, Haruka. Um, there, there's Goto on the tuba. There's Kauri on the trumpet. There's Aoli. <laughs> oh man, my favorite anime character, Mayo. <laughs> Mayo is my waifu. God damn it. All right, now Kumiko is is like maybe I want to branch out and do something that isn't euphonium. Uh, but then she's basically shoehorned into doing euphonium anyway. Fuck you. Uh, you have no choice here. Free will doesn't exist. Uh, so, so then we're introduced to the sort of like the teacher, right? The, the teacher of, of yep. concert band, uh, Taki yeah. and Taki, uh, yep. Sean, I, I, did you ever play Life is Strange? Of course. As the oh, the no. moment I saw Taki, <laughs> <laughs> I was getting very specific vibes. If you played Life is Strange, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you don't, don't worry about it. It's not super important. Oh man, but what if Euphonium went this direction? That would be amazing. But it, it, it obviously won't. That, that that would be a very interesting choice, but I can tell you right now, Rem, <laughs> it is not going that choice. Oh fucking hell if it went that choice. But Taki uh, still has those vibes. Show. Taki I mean Taki is like, oh, super chill, young, attractive dude. Um, we don't see a lot 
of him uh, in this episode. As a little bit of foreshadowing, I hate Taki. I think he's a shitty character. He's possibly the worst thing about this show. Um, so we'll, we'll, ad we'll address that later. Right now, he just sort of shows up and then he's like, all right, later y'all. Uh, he just... <laughs> He just disappears. Um, like, uh, he's initially like, all right, let's figure out wh what do we want to do? Do we want to try to do nationals or do we want to, uh, do, do we want to be chill about it? Which feels like a bit of a false dichotomy. Uh, and people are like, let's try to do nationals. Cool. All right. And then he's gone. Um, don't worry about it. Uh, we, then we get another like conversation in the park. It's not super important. That's episode two in a nutshell. Pretty straightforward. Uh, they join band. Talk about band a little bit. We get introduced to even more characters. Good God. There's a uh, there's too many characters being introduced too quickly. But it's okay because the vast majority of them don't matter at all. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> or yet. at least up till key now. Key word there, Remington. Yet. Yet is the key word there, Remington. <laughs> I don't want those emails. So, uh, episode three opens up. They're at practice. Uh, people are getting ready. People are working on stuff. Uh, but it's time to choose the instruments from the school's instruments. So, uh, our, our main three, uh, which is Kumiko, uh, Midori, and remind me the other one's name. Uh, that would be Hazuki. Hazuki. Um, th those are all, uh, choosing it. Uh, and it should be noted, Hazuki uh, is the only one without musical experience, right? Um, she, she At was all. a tennis player before. <laughs> um, th this adds an interesting dynamic. What it also does, though, mostly what it does is it allows them to explain everything in excruciating detail to Hazuki in a very expository fashion um, for the sake of the audience. It's, once again, not, not a very elegant solution for this, nor a subtle one, because it just leads to being like, hey, here's what we're doing. You know, this is what this is all about. All right, now you know, person who doesn't know anything. And there you go, right? Um, that being said, this character also, while, while she may be responsible for an overwhelming amount of, of bad exposition, she's also responsible for the one genuinely clever moment in the entire show, right? Because oh. they're choosing, they're choosing their instruments. Uh, it's obvious which ones they end up, they, they're choosing. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Midori names hers George. Uh, her contrabass. It's George. Yep. Um, and, and so, um, so, all right, well, what is she going to name hers? We got George over there. So she names her tuba, Tuba Cabra, which is great. That's a really good one. <laughs> um, they do immediately feel the need to explain the joke and be like, oh, you know, get it? Like Chupacabra, which soils it right. a little bit, but I'll give it to them still. I'll give it to them. It in their defense, uh, different culture. Uh, I can't imagine the chupacabra is a super popular uh, cryptid in Japan. So you know, like it, it sucks that they explained it, but I can. But at I least mean, that's why, why you have like the little monster. They'd like show a little mo chupacabra monster. Cool. Um, but then they're like, yes, like chupacabra. It's not great, but I'll still give it to them. It's the one genuinely clever moment they have in the entire show thus far. So I'll give it to them. Uh, so then there's this, there's like weird drama going on with band. Um, it's like, oh yeah, there aren't a lot of, of second year students going around. Um, and one girl, it turns out she just like doesn't care a lot. But when I first saw her, I thought she was straight up like depressed. 
Because she's, like, hanging herself outside the window. Uh, just, like, it looks like she's just tragically distraught. No, nah, she's just, like, half-sleeping. Okay. Yeah, you gotta rephrase that yeah, a little geez. bit there, man. It sounds like, it sounds like you just... <laughs> She, you thought she was really sad, so she was hanging herself outside the window. Uh-oh. Uh We're getting back into child murder, it seems. Um, she, she's like in her desk and her head is out the window. She's laying down with her head outside yes. the window. Yes. There we go. Uh, but, it, and it's just a little like weird. That, it's that implied that- better. Like, it's not exactly, you know, a <laughs> word picture. Yeah. And so, uh, it's, it's implied there's some weirdness going on with the second ears. It's explained- Later in this episode, but the explanation is just, oh yeah, some of the kids who really liked band didn't get along with some other kids, so they left. And that's like the whole explanation, which feels a bit weird? I don't know. It was just a weird focus of most of episode three. Um, but you know, that's fine. Um, it's, it's a struggle because the concert band, there's just a lot of people who aren't practicing. Uh, and even the ones who are practicing are struggling. So, uh, you, you have Taki, he shows up and they're, they're like, oh, are we going to be doing the sunrise festival? And he's like, I don't know. And they're like, what, what should we be like? What should we get ready? What should, what's, what songs should we practice? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe this one. All right. I'm going to leave. Let me know when you guys are good. And then he fucks off. <laughs> he just fucks off right out of there. He's like, oh yeah. Once you guys are good, I'll come see what's up. That's not how any of this shit works, brother. He's just so mad. Um, also, one, one thing I to mean, note. I mean, he's he's fostering, you know, he's, he's fostering, you know, uh, in, in initiative. He want, wants the kids to, you know, actually work towards their goals, goals of their own accord, you know? No, it's, no, it's, here's it's, the thing. Uh... I'm going to rant about him next episode. I, I'm going to tear him a new one. Because once again, we don't see him again in this episode. Uh, he shows up, he fucks off. Uh, so, like, a practice is canceled, and, and the whole vibe is just too many of the kids... Like, everyone's frustrated, but a lot of kids aren't putting in the effort or they don't care. Um, Kazaka, she's playing her trumpet on a hill and then screams into the void. Um, amidst, between some blatant sponsorships by Yamaha, uh, we, we do get to see, uh, we, we do briefly get to see Taki, um, do something. Cause, cause they decide to perform for him, right? Um, they, they perform one thing for him and... He, he describes some of the kids as unbearable and says that they aren't even ready for instruction. They're so bad, which is not how that fucking works. Um, also, no, it's what not. the fuck? No, it's the, once again, this is only tip of the iceberg. It's episode four that I'm going to rip him to shreds, but it's awful. Um, anyway, so Shuichi and uh, Kumiko are chatting about Taki and being like, he's pretty fucking off don't you think he's he's a bit of a bit of a piece of shit uh and then kazaka shows up and is like shut the fuck up he's the single best teacher in the entire world ever at all um and i think she's fucking him <laughs> it's the only conclusion i can be led to <laughs> oh no that's the only conclusion man oh, it's no. real weird Ram, Ram, this is supposed to be a wholesome music show with little f flecks of drama for flavor. You know, it's not supposed to be a fucking spicy domestic <laughs> girlfriend affair. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Taki is making it pretty spicy and bad. 
<laughs> so, so let's get to episode four. Episode four. Um, they're talking about the Sunrise Festival, figuring out what to do. Um, Professor Taki, he's he's been like, all right, I give you a, one week. If you guys are good by then, then I'll give a shit, and maybe we can do Sunrise Festival. If you guys are still this fucking bad, fuck y'all. And and so they're discussing like, hey, should we just like flip the bird to this asshole Taki or sh- or should we kowtow to his demands? Uh, they s- decide to kowtow to his demands of, of like very simple demands of just like practice and get good, albeit without a teacher. Um, and they're like, we can complain later. Um, so th- they're like, hey, it would be better though if like you actually taught us. Like that would be really nice though. And so we get a montage of his uh, unorthodox and unconventional teaching methods. He has them run laps, uh, and they got to get a certain time. Otherwise, they have to run again, and then they have to play their instruments, and they have to do uh, a bunch of miscellaneous stuff. They have to, to breathe uh, while looking at the clouds and, and imagine they're blowing away the clouds. Blah, blah, blah. Your standard, like, wow, it's... Wax on. Yeah, it, wax it's like, off. oh, it's good teaching because it's weird. Um, so Sean, Sean, you, you know, um, that I, I have a history of both like teaching. I've, I've, I've tutored uh, all throughout my life. And then, uh, later on I would become, I, I would help like coach a speech and debate for high school speech and debate for years. Uh, when it comes to teaching yeah. and coaching, those are subjects that are near and dear to my heart, Sean. Yeah. Um, same here. I also have a lot of teaching gigs and this is kind of my, uh, weekly teaching gig where I'm trying to teach you <laughs> something, but. And I'm, I'm yeah. all for unorthodox teaching method. Lord knows. I don't think anybody will be surprised here. I use plenty of unorthodox teaching methods uh, when I'm helping people out. Um, but that does not, first of all, that doesn't mean you can completely ignore like basic practice and constructive and detailed feedback. Um, you cannot just skip that step. That's not how that works at all. Um, also, why hasn't he been doing these drills and practices all along, thus far, all the way up till now, which we're told is parent-teacher conferences. So I, I don't know how often they do parent-teacher conferences. Uh, here in America, it tends to be like around um, wh- whatever the middle uh, of either like the trimester or the semester, right? Uh, that's where they tend to be for us. Yeah, about a month or two months in. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna assume it's pretty similar so you can give feedback, Um, which means for, for at least one month, maybe longer than that, he's been doing jack shit. And only now when he's like, you have a week to prepare, does he do literally anything? And he could be doing this the whole fucking time up till now. And my only, my only, like my head cannon is he mentions that parent teacher conferences are coming up and he just realizes that if he starts talking to the parents and the parents are like, Hey, so, uh, my student says you haven't shown up. You've just not been there to teach them that like, it wouldn't look good. That's, that's my headcanon for the reason he suddenly decided to do anything at all. Um, well, well, you see, Remington, uh, it's actually genius because what he's doing is his unorthodox teaching methods actually, uh, inspire confidence once they actually, uh, seem to work. Uh, let's talk about inspiring uh, confidence. Cause you know, as, as a coach, I I've taken, uh, like I, I coached speech and debate, right? And I've taken people who are terrified of public speaking. One of the most common fears. I get it. Um, 
and I've gotten them to win multiple awards. It's happened many times for me. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, you you want to build? And you're very humble about it too. Uh, I mean, bitch, I've, I've I've coached people that have won nationals. Like I know what I'm doing. I I know I know you do, but I'm just I'm I just don't need to be humble nice here. I know what the good, fuck I'm doing. Humble relationship. I need to establish that I know what the fuck I'm doing, so that people know I'm many things on this podcast. My criticism is is just very like opinion based, right? Uh, very wildly subjective and often filled with bullshit. We all know that. Uh, but this is one of the few things that is not bullshit. Uh, so I just need to reinforce that because it, Lord knows it's yeah, an I, exception on this podcast. And I can confirm that uh, his success in the uh, the debate field. Uh, I've known him long enough for that to be true. Yeah. So, uh, so you you need to build them up and make sure that that they feel they feel confident in their abilities. Maybe they 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 can recognize their flaws, recognize where they need growth. But they need to feel that progress is possible and that they can push forward. You want to give them goals. You want to make them feel passionate and excited. Uh, meanwhile, Taki over here, this is a genuine thing that happens. He's talking to the flute players and this girl is crying in front of him. And he's like, wow, you say you've been playing the flute for years and this is what you can do? Seems like you've really wasted your time. What the fuck? What the fuck is this bullshit? Remington, there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> is there crying when you're being harassed by a teacher for your passion in a genuinely mean-spirited way? Like, I, they're trying to sort of present him as an asshole who gets results, but no, he is a bad person as well as a very bad teacher. In real life, this doesn't get results. This just makes people lose their passion. And it, it, for, for a few, it'll turn a few into little, little lovely robots who aren't doing it because it's fun, aren't growing from the experience, are just doing this for the shine of the trophy. Often their, their parents are also helping push them into it. They need that gratification, uh, and that is what they put their entire self-esteem into, which you're just setting them up for, like, catastrophic issues later on. Instead, you should be focused first and foremost on building their skills as a person, all right? And you know what? You can set those goals. You can be like, yeah, we're going to get to nationals, and I'm going to focus on making you guys better for it. All right. Uh, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you get to nationals, if you've also traumatized your entire fucking team along the way. What the fuck? I don't know, Rem. Don't you remember when we were in high school and our, our drama teacher just constantly berated us on and telling us to act better and would abandon us to our whims? <laughs> yeah, he, he just shows up. We, we perform a scene for him and he's like, oh, God, that just... That's awful. Um, get better, I guess. Um, see you next week. Uh, good times. You know, that really helped us improve our acting chops. Let me tell you, Sean. Yeah, improve as people oh, and as yeah. human beings. Re really we definitely felt did not like, form. Like we were gaining not only uh, theatrical skills, but life skills. Felt like we were better people, more capable. Yeah, really accomplished those goals, you know? Yeah, and I definitely did not grow as a human being because of uh, all of his insights or anything. <laughs> God forbid. So uh, then we get to the actual performance. Of course, they do 
now everyone's amazing and people suddenly care, um, which in the story, like, obviously this is the way it has to go. But once again, it doesn't feel warranted from what we've seen. Like all the people who didn't care before, we have one scene where Kumiko is just like, hey, girl sticking her head out the window asleep all the time who doesn't care. Try practicing. And the girl's like, wow. Okay, I will. And like, that's all it fucking takes. That's all it takes. This whole time, Taki, Taki could have shown up, the goddamn teacher, and just been like, hey guys, all right, uh, you, you need to focus. And they would have been like, holy shit, we do need to focus. And apparently that's all it fucking takes. It, it just feels so unwarranted and not great. But then even after the performance, he's like, all right, you know what? Let's do it. All right, here's, we're going to be on a strict schedule. It's going to be hard, uh, but this is our goal. We're going to do it. Um, and they're like, oh man, this seems like a lot. And he's like, yeah, if you just, it, it, you're, it'll be real easy if you just gather all the time, you all waste being young. Which, what the fuck is that shit? What the fuck? I hate this man. I hate this man so much. Once again, they're trying to present it as like, oh, he's a hard, unorthodox teacher, but he gets the results. No, in real life, these would not get results. This teacher is an awful teacher. His methods are absolute shit. And he's a terrible human being. Everything about him is bad. And what the show was going for miserably fails with him. Oh, God. The best part about this rant, Remington, is I agree with you 100%. Oh, I'm so fucking but glad. the fact that I didn't have to say it is so much nicer. <laughs> it, it's just, oh, it hits too close to home in all the wrong ways, and it pisses me off. I had to deal. No. I had to deal with coaches like him. I had to... I had to coach students that were not my students, but like help them out because they weren't getting the proper assistance from their actual coach. Like it's bullshit. I hate, I, I hate this motherfucker. Fuck you, Taki. Anyway, uh, episode five, final episode. Cool. I mean, we he gets better ish. Kind I don't of. know. I haven't seen well, him get better at all. In comparison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, episode five starts. Uh, the girls are, are doing their physicals. We get more weird breast stuff that they're like oh man i don't like being flat chested oh man oscar has such great tits she's so pretty that's it for that that was it's a weird scene uh they get outfits because for the sunrise festival turns out they're going to be doing a marching band thing which feels a little bit weird because they're what? not Hold a on. marching band they're a concert band not but ram look it's the same thing just with walking What's definitely the not the same thing <laughs> definitely <laughs> very far from the same thing uh both don't get me wrong both very talented and there's obvious obvious overlap um however they are very distinct the two of them and sure i can accept that maybe sometimes you have a concert band that is also a marching band um it just feels a little bit weird that they've had like one week of practice to be moderately good as a concert band and all of a sudden now they have like one week prepared to become a marching band which has its own like a ton of new shit added onto it that now they have to practice in addition to all of their songs which they as we've seen are like barely competent at 
it it's 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 weird. It's a weird one. Um, that's basically the same. It's <laughs> they they're playing the same instruments. The you can do whatever when you're playing an instrument. They can be tap dancing. No different. Uh, no no no. It sounds exactly the same. So uh, we we got the practice right. Um, a- after marching practice. Uh, Kumiko, she's walking home with uh, Kusika, and they're on a little bit better terms now. Uh, but things are—it's a—it's a weird walk home, and then they start talking about Taki. I don't even know like what they're going for. I don't know. It's weird. Kusika gets weird about it again, and I don't know what they're going for there. Kusika's fucking Taki. That's the only thing that makes sense with the vibe they're giving off. Nothing else makes sense. And I know, Sean, it's almost certainly not true, but nothing else matches the vibe they're going for, or at least giving off. Well, Reb, I'm not one for spoilers, so unfortunately, you're not going to get anything out of me. <laughs> Fair. Because, uh, God forbid, I ever spoil a, a KyoAni show, because if I do, uh, bad things happen. <laughs> the only exception to that being, like, a pure a pure Moe slice of life show like K-On! I feel like nobody cares if there are spoilers there, because there's not really anything to spoil. But when you got Hibike Euphonium, where it's actually got, you know, story, plot lines, and a little bit of drama, uh... E- I, I, I would be remiss to do so. Uh, not because I don't care about spoiling things. I do. Uh, but I'm just more scared of the weeps. <laughs> totally reasonable. Uh, I can understand that opinion. So uh, we finally get to the the actual festival, right? Everyone's prepared. There's uh, two other schools marching bands there um, that both are, are seem a little bit more prestigious, right? Um, like they actually practice for more than a week? Yeah. Uh, then we meet one of Kumiko's old friends and they have a conversation that doesn't really go anywhere. Cool. Uh, and then we actually get to the march. And so, uh, our protagonists, their school is the second school to go, right? So you have the first one, they go and it's like, wow, they're so fucking impressive. They're so good. Uh, and then it's time for, for our school right here. Uh, and they start. And my favorite part of this is that there's a reaction shot from the crowd. They decided to go with a surprised reaction shot where the people are like, what's this? What is arriving? Like they've just seen one marching band, but it's as if like they were told, oh yes, there shall only be one marching band today. There shall never be any other in the world. Uh, and that like everyone forgot even what the first marching band was. So as soon as the next one starts, they're like, what could this possibly be? A marching band? What are the odds? Like they're just so astonished. And that brought me joy for how dumb it was. <laughs> gonna get emails. Uh, so yeah, so the episode <laughs> ends with March, uh, or more fairly, this episode actually, right before the credits, we get a life-size tubacoon waving us away. So that that was the last that I saw of the show, just tubacoon wave, waving goodbye. And that's how I wanted it to end. That's my <laughs> ideal ending for this show. <laughs> tubacoon. Oh no. <laughs> Alright, so I talked a lot. I understand. I had a lot of criticisms. Uh, you think? I do want to reiterate. This is 90% criticism. I enjoyed this show. The characters, uh, while not like super deep by any means, were deeper than, for example, A Silent Voice, uh, which is nice. Oh. Uh, oh, God. You had... Oh, God. Oh, God. 
Uh, go listen to that episode to get angry out of sweeps. Uh, but it, they they were so they weren't perfect, but they they were better than that, and they were good enough. Uh, Asuka, obviously the best character, just super entertaining and fun. Uh, every time she's on the screen, she brings amazing energy to it. Um, plot-wise, I think it's a little bit meh. Um, you're not really here for the plot, or at least you shouldn't be, because it's not very well-structured by any means. Uh, visually, gotta talk about the visuals briefly, absolutely stunning. Uh, stylistically, they know exactly what they're going for, they nail it. Uh, the decisions, like, in, in the intros and outros, it's so beautiful. They do this, like, rainbow hand-drawn lettering for some of the bits, and I loved that visual style. Uh, just gorgeous on all fronts, and amazing, fantastic animation details, uh, which should be expected with KyoAni. Just the animation, top fucking notch. Yeah, I mean, they're one of the most popular studios for a reason. To uh... put it, to put it nice and simply, it has... So much heart and soul. Not a lot of brain, but that's oh God. okay. <laughs> it's still <laughs> an enjoyable show. <laughs> oh, God, Rem, what have you done? <laughs> Probably pissed off all the week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Rem. I agree with you on a lot of fronts. And it's not me you have to worry about. <laughs> uh... So happy birthday, Rem. Uh, happy birthday to me. Uh, <laughs> I hope this qualifies as a pseudo present, uh, because after all, your real present is still in the mail. So yeah, it's the best thing I've that. seen in a while, Sean. Uh, at least on this show. So yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, we may come back to it someday. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll finish the first season because actually, Rem, it uh, it is uh, rumored that a third season is in the works. So seems reasonable. Know. I mean, depends on how, like, obviously I have not even seen the full one season, uh, but yep. it, it, this show, it, I understand it getting more seasons more than the vast majority of what you tell me gets more seasons. Okay. Uh, then before we bounce out of here, uh, I just have to ask, uh, uh, by chance, what do you think this is rated on Mal? Um, I think Kyo Annie, so already people are going to adore it. Cute girls doing cute things. I think people will overlook, uh, most of my criticisms. They'll be like, oh, Taki is such a hottie. Um, and they'll be fucking weird about that. Um, I think, I'm, I think, you know what? I'm going all, I think it's like an 8.5. On Mal. I'm gonna go all in. Eight going, point, going nice 8. and high. 8.5. Well, Remington, uh, surprisingly, uh, with a, uh, about, uh, 135,000 of reviews, which is a bit lower than I would have expected, uh, Hibike Euphonium, the first season, is ranked currently at 8.01. That, that is lower than I would expect. Where would you put it? Uh, well, I mean, I, I would just tend to put things lower generally. Uh, but I'd, I'd put it at probably like, once again, where five is totally neutral. Probably like uh, 6.5, maybe 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 a seven. Wow, a whole hey, seven. For, that's something else for people to get angry For me, that's before. quite good. <laughs> that's quite good. I know it's quite good, but do they? Y'all y'all have been ruined by Mal, where if, if it's... <laughs> If it's below seven, it's one of the worst shows to ever exist on this earth. Uh, if it's between seven and eight, it's average. Like, y'all are insane. You're all out of your mind. Take a statistics class, folks. It helps. Uh, 
And then with that being said, Remington, would you like to, uh, my tongue. Ow. Probably because I said it weird. Let me try that one more time. And with that being said, Remington, I have one final question to ask you. Would you like to go back and watch some more Hibike Euphonium with me sometime? Uh, you know what, Sean? I would, with the hopes that I get to see more Asuka and less Taki. Uh... <laughs> Uh, well, uh, with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, before we get out of here, just got a little bit of house cleaning to do. If you would like to support the show, then please do us a huge, massive favor and leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or word of mouth is a great way for us to grow as well. And if you'd like to support us even more directly, including gaining access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, as well as... Uh, having the opportunity for Remington to horribly mispronounce your name, then you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext. So, Remington, who are the lovely people that we're thanking this week? As always, we would like to send our thanks to our bland bitch protagonists as well as our magical girls, but moving on up, we reach to the yandere waifus who are sending the tubacabra over to feast upon us. And on that list, we have the cheese monkey, Sarah Birch, Kazumurako, I forgot to change my username. According to all known laws of aviation, there's no way a bee should be able to fly. Its wings are too small. Uh, Juliana, Salty Pretzel, Glenn Michael Dolan, <laughs> Jacob Livingston. We don't have time to laugh at, at these ones, Sean. We gotta keep going. H. Wood, Farmer, how about some Silver Spoon Weeb? Alexander Nasiansenyo, Remhub, Andrew Rowicki. I have the absolutely most astoundingly, astonishingly voluptuous five head in all existence. Matthew B, Devin McCutcheon, Sage Schiffner, Reverse Kismo Kismo. I make the rules now, buddy. Sean Onichan Daisuki, ready to be isekai'd. Kenneth Reed, Remington Merrill. I'm Remington Chase, and as always, fuck your sister from Australia. Apostle of the Church of Remington, <laughs> Snap Snips. Ichigo 015 Sim. Why do you revisit trash shows more often than good shows? Old Man Rom, Joshua Valls. Remington is not a man of culture, Foxin Boy. The Booty Knight, Andrew Sinclair. Jax, Dark Swarm 713, Yuno Gasai. Kitty, John Menenga, Ariel Bird. Thank absolutely every single one of you. Uh, the, the list always grows. Uh, good God. There's so many. We appreciate it. Good God. Uh, I still, I, yeah. I can never believe how many there actually are. Yeah, no kidding. I'd stop laughing, uh, if you'd stop being There's funny. a lot of good ones in there. Uh, but moving on up, we go across the pond. We're getting to Hogwarts. We're hitting the boy wizard tier. And, uh, this week, you know, um, in, in Euphonium, there was a lot of Yuri baiting that they don't actually capitalize on him. Uh, just a lot of, a lot of implied possible love. So in in that tradition, we're going for implied uh, possible uh, impossible love with Harry Potter. We're going with Harry Potter ships. That's right, boys and oh, girls. Okay, Here everyone's go. going home. Every boy wizard tier is going home with their own Harry Potter ship. So oh we God, have. I, I can't wait for people to get the spicy bad ones. log horizon is one of the best written isekai use use the BS rule hot take. Uh, you get uh Draco and Hermione or Dramine. Ooh, ooh. It would hey. not be a healthy oh, relationship. God, you started bad. Uh, uh Delina Perez. You are getting Remus and Sirius, which apparently is called Wolfstar. That's, uh, that's bad. It, it, yeah. Uh, Miguel Delion, you get uh, Draco and Harry. What could go wrong? Mm, I mean, everybody loves, uh, you know, a, a hate fuck. So. <laughs> 
Uh, Pilkster, the Simfo Gear Advocate. Uh, you get Luna and Neville, also known as Nuna. Uh, th that's this is the first one. That's that's an okay. This is the one. first one that's I think that one, can it's work. Okay. It's also I I've not heard that one before, yeah. so I I think that one can work. Uh, we have uh, congratulations, rare. I'm gonna sim PBK Euphonium until it's reviewed Kumiko. Uh, you you finally got all of your dreams. Uh, and and with and I just want to reiterate, it's not just because of you. <laughs> You can feel special, but it's not. You just should feel special, you. especially yes. you are getting that great combo of Fred and Hermione from Hermione. What? What? That, I, uh, apparently, I, it is a pretty popular ship. Um, that's that's gonna be a little hard. Uh, yeah, Sean and I, if you couldn't tell, aren't into the like the fan fiction and shipping communities that much, like at all. Uh, it depends. Sean it depends. much more than I am, and by much more, I mean he's at least dipped a toe into it at times. I've had a taste. <laughs> just, I can tell if your ship is trash. We have uh, Killer Queen Requiem. Uh, Killer Queen, you are getting uh, Luna and Ginny, also known as Linny. Uh, mm. our, our first uh, lesbian ship that we've listed. Enrique Perez Torres. Oh. Um, you know what? You you're, you're getting you're you're getting the ship that transcends fan fiction. You're getting Harry and Hermione. Ah, the forbidden yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the logical <laughs> ship. Mt the poet. You get Lucius and Snape, also known as Snoocious. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking snooshes. Super califragilist, of course. Losing my goddamn mind, brother. Snooshes. Again, that's another one that's going to be a bit tricky, all things considered. Tevin Poole. Tevin, you are going to get, uh, ooh, Snape and Lily. Getting spicy on that one. Dedicated. Yep, and destined for failure. Truly, a dedicated sadist. You get you. You want it? You want some some sadistic shit? Uh, Bellatrix and Voldemort, or Bellamort. Ew. <laughs> Don't think about Ew. it. Ew. Finally, frack me, Mister Peanut Butter. I'm thinking about Snake Dick. Ew. Uh, frack me, Mister Peanut Butter. Uh, you you get the greatest ship of all, the Grand Old Harry Potter orgy. Just as many characters as you can shove in there until you can't oh, tell them apart anymore. That's what you get. It's it's it sounds sticky and magical. <laughs> Moving on up to our final, our highest tier, going to the White House. Prestigious, regal, the Chef and Omusko Kori in the house tier. Uh and you know what? Uh everyone's gonna get some famous piece of music. Maybe it'll be uh an entire production. Maybe it'll just be uh, a smaller portion. Whatever. You're getting a famous piece of music. So, Ross Palmer, you are going to get... You know what? You're, you're going to get some Mozart, Ina Kleiner, Nacht music. Good old good old night music. Uh, Could have chosen Mozart, Mozart's famed song about licking his ass. But I'm, I, I'm above that, Ross. You're above that. Um... So we're not doing that one. Uh, we have Amoto Ahigawu Waluigi for life. Oh, whoa. Uh, you are going to get... Oh, you know what? You, you're getting Claire de Lune by Debussy. Uh, what, one of my personal favorites. Uh, wow. As Waluigi deserves. Harshly judges Rem for disliking coffee. Well, you should actually harshly uh, judge me for enjoying Vivaldi's Four Seasons. 
Uh, we've all heard it, even if you don't know it by its name, you've definitely heard at least some of it. Isn't that where they had that Republican press conference? <laughs> yes, we all, our favorite music, Vivaldi's, Vivaldi's Four Seasons Landscaping Company. He was ahead of his time with that one. It makes so much more sense now. Uh, we're gonna do Almighty Sinner. Um, you, you're getting Right of the Valkyries. Good old Wagner. You get some Wagner. Right of the Valkyries. Uh, re real exciting shit right there. Zachary Shirley has a football team made out of Golden Retriever puppies. It's not in the rule book that I can't. You. Oh, you know what? You got a good one. You're getting The Planets by Holst. If you, if you, they, my recommendation to anyone, if you've not heard it, go check out the different planets. Each one, super interesting, super unique, super cool. I love it. It's very good. Uh, then we have Touchy Diplomat, all lowercase, of course. Uh, Touchy Diplomat, you are going to get, oh, I just had it on the tip of my thought. All right, you're not getting that one anymore. Uh, <laughs> you are going, you know what? Uh, you're going to get Symphony Number no. 5 by Beethoven himself. Uh, you may not know the full symphony, but I can guarantee you know, like, five notes from it. <laughs> Everyone can at least list five notes from Beethoven Symphony Number no. 5. Uh... Then we have Silicon Spectre. Silicon Spectre, you are going to get. Oh my God! There's just so many. Oh, you know what? Uh, you're going to get. Ah, uh, fuck! It's French. Gymnopédie, gymnopédie, gymnopédie. Uh, by Satie. Uh, it's it's a lovely piece. Do check it out. Um, I, I butchered his name just like I butcher all of yours. Last but not least, we have, uh, uppercase touchy diplomat remembers the school days he spent alone. Uh, and, and as you remember those school days, uh, you, you can go turn on your jukebox, your classical music jukebox, and, uh, turn on Swan Lake by Tchaikovsky. And that one's all yours. You gave yourself an easy one at the end there, just because uh, you, you horribly screwed up the first uh, Yes. <laughs> so, uh, you're welcome. Go listen to all of those songs. And if you'd like to contact us directly, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, don't fuck your sister. Do -do -do -do.